serving for the match, serving for a place in tomorrow's finals. Big rally this one, Leon has the last laugh. Hi everyone, welcome to the Ace Space. We have an amazing guest for you guys here today. One of the top volleyball names in the world. Wilfredo Leon, how are you doing today? Oh, hi everyone. Here I am. I, I feel very well. Today I have a free day, so I'm perfect. Waiting for all your questions. Awesome. And my name is Dan. You guys may have heard me on the podcast a couple times before, uh, replacing Dave for this week. And I'm also joined by the amazing Key Michael. Key, how are you doing? Amazing. Wow. I don't know about that, but uh, I'm doing very well. Dan, it's nice to be on a podcast with you. I feel like we never get to, you know, chit chat. It's always Dave and Matt, but uh, you and I, it's, well, it might be I'm bringing some, some Canadian flavor to the podcast today. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm also <laughs> the only non-professional volleyball player on the podcast because Key, you're yes. playing in Athletes Unlimited right now. I uh, am. That is a true statement by you. I thought I had retired. I thought I had gotten away from it, but I'm back. Um, yeah, loving it. I feel like, I, I don't know if you know this, Leo, but I've played many, many years overseas. I played in Italy as well for a little while. And uh, I thought I was done. I was ready to retire. I was like, I like this podcasting gig. I could do all this. And then uh, Athletes Unlimited in the USA comes up. Boom, I'm back into it. Have you heard of it? Uh, no, unfortunately, no. Sorry, probably I'm too young or too old. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. I feel like I'm I'm encircled in, in, in the world because I'm all around it. But it's the only professional women's volleyball league in the USA currently. So we have a couple of big names. We have Jordan Larson. We have Sheila Castro. We have Batania de la Cruz. We, yeah, there's a couple of a couple of big names. And then little old me. I'm not a big name, but I'm just there. I'm just hanging out. But uh. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what people think outside of our circle because it's kind of big news to us, but obviously maybe not so much in the men's volleyball world. But uh, yeah, we're having fun, uh, enjoying today it. The two, today the two pro probably, yes. The problem is that I try to concentrate on my job and after that on my family. So I'm sorry if I don't get inside all of that. Don't okay, even well, worry about it. Happy we, to hear we that you're doing this kind of group. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know a lot about your job. We know a lot about what you've been up to. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. Leon, is the, uh, is, the, is the heart still pounding after the Champions League match this week? The uh, winning 3-0 against Moedena and then also winning the golden set in a fairly ruthless fashion, I would say. Uh, how exciting was that? Well, first of all, after losing the first game on their home, it was a difficult time for us, I mean, for the team, for our head. Uh, so we were doing all the training, like, okay, guys, we should come back. Uh, we will play at home, so we cannot, we cannot lose this game. So everybody uh, was nervous until one point. And at the end of the day, we said, like, okay, this is Perugia. This is our team. We know how to, to play the difficult game. So let's do our job, and that's it. So we come into the court. And wow, like, everything was going on, like, service, reception, defense, block. Uh, Spike, so for me, well, like, okay, we come back to our real level. So thanks to God, uh, we beat them 3-0. And uh, if I can say one more, it was a little bit easier than than usual. And then the Gordon said, I unexpected for me to win so easier than the other three said. 
but I'm I'm really happy because uh, at the end of the day, like to beat uh, one team like Modena that was playing regularly well uh, in your home after losing three zero is not for everything. So I can consider myself I was blessed by God that uh, we we do this kind of of game. And now that you've you've won this series and you're on to the semifinals. You can talk a bit about maybe the first match. What what happened losing uh, 3-0 against Modena, which I think a lot of people, you know, expected Perugia to come in and and win the series fairly comfortably. Uh, I just can say that I have nothing to to make a critic on it. We were doing a very good preparation the week before. The only part that we changed a little bit was the the hours in the training that we preset. So we were training two and forty sometimes. And normally before it was until two hours. So maybe just the, this kind of changing change a little bit our uh, body conditions. But at the end of, of all of that, I I say to myself, okay, it's not a preparation. It's all we should do in the court. Then we come into the court. Nothing were going like we couldn't serve, we couldn't spy well. By myself, I can say I made too many mistakes that usually I don't do. So in one point, I realized that okay, guys, uh, the game is over and we need to restart in our home and come back. So fans that we have a second opportunity, we we come back to to the level because if it were just one one game and it's supposed to be the first one over there, we already done. Yeah, well, tough opponent coming up next uh, in Trentino. What what kind of stuff are you guys doing to game plan and against a player like Namir Abdelaziz? Can you even can you even do anything to game plan against that? Uh, I will know. I will know. Like show you the tactic of all of that, but yeah, like, it's yeah. not so easy to play against. <laughs> I guess a team like Trentino, we already play uh, this season like three or four times, something like that. And uh, also, I'm so excited to, to play this kind of game because at least you get a lot of emotion like others, uh, very good players also on the other uh, side of the court. And to play Champions League and to play in the league is totally different kind of tournament. So for the champions, everybody wants to be more aggressive because it's uh, the medal that every club want to win. So for sure, we will, we will come there and show that uh, here we are. We are here to, to fight and, and we are here to, to beat all of you guys. So that's all. Uh, I know that before we will have one, one game from the list. So I don't know how it will be precise. I mean, the time for rest between the game from the lead to the Champions League, but at least the preparation that we are doing right now should give the opportunity to play both games without any problems. Do you get excited to play against these kind of teams? I mean, I remember when I would go up against big names like Izajabashi, I would get really excited to play them. Do you have that same kind of feeling when you go up against a big name team, even though you are one of the biggest name players and biggest names teams in the yeah, world? I, yeah, I'm actually getting excited because, uh, you know, all that we do during the trainings, uh, in the games, uh, it's just for the fans. So yeah. when the fans know that two good teams are playing, they are getting even more excited about that. So for a player, it's like, okay, I need to show all that I were doing all during that days and and during all the training, during all that year. And this is the moment to do it. And you just like, cannot wait. I cannot wait just to, to come there and 
Fand ich das Ball, Leute, der Kord, das war ein Film, like, yes, hier, das ist der I'm a warrior, so I want to destroy the arena. Das ist ein Feeling, das ich all the time when I go to play this kind of game, like against uh, Chivitanova, against uh, Kazan, against uh, Trento, like this. So it's uh, sure. this kind of emotion that you just feel like a few times in, in a year. Yes, and Kia, I, I actually have a question for you now because you mentioned Ooh, Echad Sabatsi okay. uh, earlier and didn't make it through to the semifinals. Ah. There were some like surprising results. I think this is the first time since 2012 since that only one Turkish team uh, has made it to the Champions League semifinals. Three Italian teams. It's crazy. Um, oh, yes. What do you think actually, of that? It's, inter it's interesting and you mentioned that because... And you can pop in too if you want. So many, many years ago, when I played for Busto in Italy and my friend, who is now my friend, Jordan Larson played for Zajibashi and they beat us in the finals of Champions League. And so a couple of days ago, it was Busto versus Zajibashi. And we all, we had training at the same time. We were all sort of huddled around the phone, watching it going like <laughs> back and forth. And Busto ended up winning. And I just felt this amazing sort of like, it, even though I wasn't even on the court and Jordan wasn't on the court, I was like, yeah. Go Busto. Like I felt some kind of like pride for them, you know, and it was like some yeah. revenge in some way. It was bizarre, but yeah, it was it was uh they played some awesome volleyball over there. Yeah, I will tell you I I don't follow so much the uh, the women's volleyball, but for me it was a surprise. Yeah when I saw the result, I was yeah. like, no, that's unbelievable. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. So I'm so happy that you also feel it, especially that you are playing in Playing in there, so wow, wow, wow! That was a really big game for them. Especially in Italy, do you have a, a lot? Are a lot of people really supporting Busto because they were kind of the underdog, right? I mean, Novara, yeah. everyone expects Corneliano, everyone expects, but but Busto is a bit of an underdog this year. So that's really cool to hear from you as well because you're playing in Italy. You're in that sort of circle of of so social circle of volleyball, let's say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool actually, I have been in two games uh, women volleyball here in Perugia. I had not so much time in three days, but when I had the possibility, yes, I come and watch it. Uh, yeah. You gotta support, you gotta support your friends. <laughs> yeah, 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 especially the students. And speaking yeah. of Champions League, we had another uh, edition of Fan versus Dan, where a fan makes predictions, competes with me, see who comes out ahead. And actually, somewhat crazily, we had another tie, me and Philip Meyer are tied what? once again, two times in a row. So exactly tied. So we will be doing another prediction for the semifinals. Hopefully, finally, we can break this tie now and, and, actually, uh, and actually get a winner here and, and send Philip uh, some gear Love from Phillip. the super finals. So we'll see. He's, he's, he's been my toughest competition yet. And, <laughs> and Wilfredo, let's talk a little bit about your, uh, your season in Italy. Um, obviously doing very well coming in second place in the regular season. And you just found out your opponents in the playoffs last night uh, with Milano versus Verona. What are your first impressions of that? Oh, first of all, uh, let's say that my season started very well and is going as well too. So I'm pretty happy with, uh, with the result until right now. Okay, I'm in second place on the cup. Uh, I realized that uh, we were having a lot of opportunity to win it too, but okay, what is on the past to stay on the past. Right now, we should be focused on, for Milano, that is uh, the next opponent. And uh, I didn't watch the game. I just see the, the result and I was like, oh, Milano is a team that want to fight too. 
So I'm really happy and, and also waiting for, for this game. I know that they have a, I wouldn't say a strange hall, but they play very well over there. So it's a team to, to take care and, and to go and play. Like you cannot relax, even for one point. Yeah, yeah they're, they're going to be a tough matchup. There's some great players on that team, like Yuki Ishikawa and Jean Patry and, and a bunch of, uh, bunch of ballers on that team for sure. And you were number two scorer in Italy behind Namir Abdelaziz. Is that something you ever think about, you know, trying to lead the league in scoring or attack efficiency or anything like that? Or is it just something that happens as part of your game plan? I don't make any stress on my head about it, to tell you the truth. Actually, I didn't. I don't follow like where I am on this kind of status because for me, what is important is like where I bring my team and which result I give to them. No, no, in, in, in personal, uh, let's say, premiums or something like that. So I don't be focused on that. I know that if your team is on the first, you are doing great job. So. That's what I what I watch more or less, and uh, sometimes even the the coach Vitali told me like, oh, you should watch for your study because uh, you are like fall down a little bit on this uh, element, so you can do better in that other one, and blah blah blah. So I said to him, okay, so I would I would be focusing on that, but if it's something to to just uh, take it personal, I watch more the service because it's the only element that I don't need uh, help or I don't need a second touch. It's everything in my hands. So there, yes, there I try to be more, more focused. Like how many mistakes I can do, how many else I can do in the season, and uh, how can I compensate to to make more uh, points uh, to to my team with that. I love hearing that because I feel like a lot of young kids would look at you and be like, "He's the best in the world." Like, how how can I be like him? How can I be the best me? But hearing you say that the best version of you is when you bring the most to your team. Like, that's amazing because it's not about you. It's not about me getting the most points. It's about how do I help my team win? How do I bring the most value so that we can all win together? Like, I think that's such a great message. Exactly, exactly. And even if you are going to talk to uh, all the players that are on the team, they will tell you that I'm not asking for all the balls. Okay, if the moments are coming and I know that we're almost down, then I go to the center and say, listen, or we just going in front of everybody and 20 ball to me and we will see what is coming out. And if we fall, we fall, it will be my fault. So I just, I will take the, the back and it's my fault. If yeah. it's not, then we come back to the game and then you do whatever you want to do. But from, from the start, I don't say like every ball to me and I don't care the others. No, 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 no. We play and if it's going very well, I, and I receive, I don't know, two balls or zero, I will be happy at the end of the day because the important part is win. So yeah. we all together are working just to win, not to make an individual result. This is my point, my point of the view. So this is how I feel. I love that. I feel like you must have a lot of teammates that enjoy playing with you. I think also. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, not just on in Italy do people enjoy playing with you. Also uh, on the Polish national team, uh, I'm sure I'm sure they enjoy having you on their team qu quite a lot. Um, a couple of questions here. First one, it's kind of a rare situation where your coach on the national team and your club team is the same. Uh, how, how, how is that going for you and how do you guys work through that relationship? <laughs> that relationship. That's a nice question. Sorry, no, I haven't for a lot. This question several times and I can say that it's not a different world 
when he's on the national team, when he's on the club. Uh, I know that uh, probably here in the club he have uh, so, so much pressure and such a different, um, let's say, kind of competitions too. So to work in the national team is, let's say, work for three months, four months. It's okay. Then in the club you should be eight, nine. So it's not so easy to be all the time with uh, different players that are saying like, hey, guys, we need to be focused on this. So at the end of the day, here in the club, the guys to understand was taking longer than in the national team because they were already before even when I was coming. So they understood better than coach than me. And when I come to the club and the coach were coming also, for me, it was already like, okay, I know the coach, so I know how how to treat him and how he treat the, the players. But for the other player, well, like, uh, it's a new coach, like how he will come, what he would say. So we're totally, totally uh, different uh, scenario. But uh, I, I can say that in both parts, I try to get the best from him. So the important uh, Part of his job is like, okay, we need to work, for example, on the reception in position five. So your technical uh, technical position is better when you are, for example, in one. We need to change a little bit to be better on five because you are making more rotations over there. So this kind of stuff, yeah. Also, the same with the, with the Serbi. He's serving to me a lot on other. Like, you can serve also 120. And it's a faster speed unit all the time, 130. So this kind of a situation, he's explaining to me. And also in the national team, he's doing the same. So I'm, I'm pretty happy that until this point, we are okay. Then uh, other stuff, but every player how is uh, cautious that sometimes the people saw that we are in a small disagreement, but this is normal to, to grow uh, into the team. Well, very in-depth answer. Thank you. Um, and beside yourself on the Polish national team, there's a lot of other good Polish outside hitters. Uh, Kubiak, Bartosz Bednoyz, Kamil Semeniak, Alex Schlifka, Bartosz Wolek, Artur Szalpuk. What is it about like the Polish volleyball culture that produces like all of these amazing players? Like I, I can't believe Kamil Semeniak, who we saw on Zaxa the other day, was you know leading his team. And, and we don't know for sure like where he'll fit in on, on Poland this summer. So what, what is it about Polish volleyball that produces that? Oh, first of all, I I really love the system, how they are like making all the players from the juniors. So they are building up a really big group of the players from younger categories. So at the end of the day, I, when they come to the national team, they already have all, what? Well, the way that they were building before. And when you are on the on their clubs, like you can see how many Polish players are already playing in their first six and not only foreigners. So that gives the possibility to them to grow also and, and show. Like like you were saying right now, Saksa Games, so Fonsenyuk was very good showing uh, play from his size. And I don't know. They have many, many people. So when you have many people, you you will also build uh, uh, very good players. So if you train like one million players, at least you still have ten thousand. I mean, I'm actually curious about Polish volleyball being 
such a huge sport as it is and getting a lot of recognition as a player, do you feel pressure to succeed when you do have those big moments with the national team? The true, I try to to play most of the time without any pressure because that doesn't help. I know that uh, when you see the scenario, like for example, you are going to play and you see all the fans just screaming and supporting you is uh, one kind of emotion that sometimes is for good, sometimes is for bad because if you are, let's say, a weak person, then like. It can be in a totally different way than helping you. Yeah. But I feel that, okay, well, this is what I was uh, waiting for. So yeah. I receive all your energy. Thank you to all the fans. And I go to, to fight. Yeah, So I love that. And the biggest pressure that I was having over there was in my first game against uh, Holland. So my debut. Because mm -hmm. uh, let's say that the preparation was going was going very well, but I come late to the preparation, so I I wasn't in my shape uh, okay. at all. So I was like, okay, I don't know how it goes. It's a totally different uh, system. I don't know if he, everything will be good with the players inside the court. So it was that test, and I finished it. I was playing, let's say, average. But at the end of the day, I said, like, I know how, how to play. I was doing it before, so I will come back and I and I will fight strong for the country. And at the end of the day, they will say, like, okay, man, we, we are really happy with your job, so that's all. I love how you say you were playing average, because average <laughs> for you is probably the best of the best for 99.9% .9 of the volleyball players uh, in the world. I cannot say that. I, I would say I would say clearly here, like for me to be under fifty percent or close to fifty is uh, average. Normally, for the for the players, like score around fifty is uh, like well, but it seems like no, 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 no. I should be over sixty-five. Mm -hmm. This is like very good, very good well for me. Very good. Yeah. Well, well done for me. So yeah, for if sure. I if I'm under, it's like okay, it's not bad. <laughs> but can be better. Yeah. yeah. Well, it makes sense you have those high expectations for yourself, given that I think you're hitting what close to 60% a lot of the time. Um, now let's go past and Dan the pod. would know because he loves those stats. He loves those loves numbers. Stats, he could probably tell you all of your numbers from every match <laughs> last season. <laughs> okay. So the day that I will forget about something, I just will call you and you will please remind me that, hey, you should do better on it. I'll be your scout for sure. All right. <laughs> so this week we are passing the pod to Vakif Bank Istanbul, which, you know, um, very strong club Isabel still Hawk, in the mix in Champions Sweden, League. So and very excited to Bye. hear from Hello, them. I'm Gabi Guimarães and I'm playing Vakif Bank. Yeah, um, we're through to the semifinals now and it feels really great to be there again. I mean, we were there last season, but unfortunately um, we couldn't like proceed. So I'm really happy to be in the same situation again and like hopefully we can, yeah, we will play the games and then hopefully we'll get through to the 
finals, but it will be really nice to play and we're really excited, even more excited, I think, this year to have like this revenge and actually play the game. So, Yeah, we are so excited to play against Busto and we think that would be a really tough match. We saw that how good they did in the quarterfinals against Zaji and also we hear that they are playing amazing in Italy. So we know that we really need to work hard before these days that we have our first match uh, that we play at home. Also, we need to use that, you know, that we know uh, how to play in your gym, you know, the atmosphere there. So we are just thinking that we really need to push and Giovanni is the best one to push <laughs> us as, as mass, uh, maximum as possible. So we'll give our best this week and try to, to, to prepare the best way against them, especially because they are a team that play really quick. Of course, we play against uh, chemical police that also have this characteristics, but they're showing like a, a really great volleyball, so we need to be ready. To be a Wachbach player is really amazing. They provide us like everything we need, like from coaches to physical staff and like everything you need really. And it's really like a family. I remember my first time here, I came to the club and they were all so welcoming and I've never felt as good as I feel in this club. And like just the atmosphere is really amazing. and. Yeah, they just feel like you're part of this big family and... Yeah, also, always was a dream for me to play in the Vakif Bank. I played against them many times in the final of World Championship Club. So I knew already the power of Vakif Bank, the history of Vakif Bank. And, it, and really, like like Bella said also, they, they provide us everything, you know, like like technically, the, the staff, the medical staff, everything. And the best part that we are just thinking about volleyball all the time, you know, we don't have a problems outside of the court and also to have an opportunity to be with amazing players, amazing coach like Giovanni Guedet. So it was always a dream for me. So I'm trying to enjoy and to, to like to grow like a player and like a person every day. Yeah, it's been a strange situation this season for sure. Um, like the season started really early. Um, but also like playing without spectators that normally there's a lot in Turkey and um, for sure it's very different but I mean now we have to like even try more to make like the atmosphere better in the gym like the players we need to be like yeah I don't know try to just get this vibe in the gym on our own and for sure it has been difficult but I mean I think now I mean, it's just how it is, so we need to adapt to the situation, but for sure it's been difficult. But I think we're doing good right now, and yeah, hopefully we'll be good next season and to play in front of our fans and everything so they can be with us. For, for me, after two years here, it's my first cup also with Becky Funk, but this is not enough for us, you know, like our expectations is to be in the final of this Champions League, first of all. We have this pressure, you know, that we need to be in the finals to win the cups, so we, we don't want only the, the Turkish Cup, we are really hungry for more uh, victories, for more cups, so we really want to work hard to to, to, to make like our targets the, the maximum as possible. So, I mean, I feel like we really are a good team and the like all the players work really well together and we've been working together for two seasons now so I think we know each other well and we trust each other and everything and we know how to play together so I mean I don't feel pressure by it I just think uh, I mean it's something we need to take advantage of and just try to do as good as we can with this team that we have and we want to finish you know winning everything so yeah hopefully we can do it we can give it to Sen Kazan Thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye. See you. It's time.
Leo, are you nervous? <laughs> so this is the part where I get to ask you a lot of totally random, non-volleyball related questions just to see a little bit of your personality. Oh, oh, okay. You got this, you got this. It's easy, they're easy. Alrighty, digging into Wilfredo Leon. Alrighty, first question. Who is your favorite YouTuber? Do you watch YouTube? Yes. Oh, that's a hard question. Do you watch uh, any YouTube? Not too much. I okay, well, you can say also... Music. Okay, what about your favorite actor? Everybody say that I look like... Uh, Morgan Freeman. Ooh, oh. oh my gosh, yes, I see it. Okay, interesting. Oh. I, I can see it. That's, and that's a great person to be told you look like. <laughs> um, alrighty. If you have a big match, let's say you have a big match coming up, right? Yep. And you're, you can't play. You have to substitute one member of your family. It can be your, from your parents, from your siblings, your spouse, your kids, anyone in your family to play volleyball for you. Who would it be? To play volleyball for me? Mm -hmm. Oh, dependent. Because like I can choose my mom, she was already she was playing before. I can choose my uncle, he was playing also. Mm -hmm. uh, I can choose my wife even because she's like she can pass or something like that. But at the end of the day, it's like depending on the position. Like if it's for set, okay, maybe it can be my mom and my wife. If it's on a spike, I will shoot my uncle, my uncle. He okay. will he will score like me. Actually, he was also in my age doing a lot. Yeah. So you yeah, got a yeah. whole selection to choose from in your family. It's in yeah, the blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. You probably get this question a lot, but Polish food or Cuban food? Right now? Which which is uh, which do you prefer? Uh, no, I prefer Cuban food. Yeah. I grew there 20 years, so already lies it's on my mouth all the time. Yeah. I love poly, Polish food too, but I, I choose Cuban. Actually, I cook Cuban food here in home. And what's your favorite meal to cook? Uh, pork. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I do and also fried banana, like everybody knows that this is from Cuba and all this yeah. stuff, beans, right with beans, that we call it frijoles, uh, arroz con gris. So mm -hmm. I, I haven't really to cook all of that, but to do a Polish food, I need to still learn from my wife and from her mom. Yeah. It's something that it will take a little bit longer yet. I actually live in Miami in my off season and there's some really, really good places for Cuban food down there. So I agree with you on that. I, I've never had, I've never had Polish food, but I, I'm guessing that you're correct. You will, you will like it also, especially if you're going to do sangria with the Polish people, you will love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This question. Okay. It's a little bit volleyball related, but I asked a volleyball player, Eric Shoji. He's a, a libero for USA. Uh, he wants to know, what do you think about right before you serve because you're considered one of the best in the world? And I don't know if he's trying to get some tactics from you because if he ever plays you, you know, he needs to know how to receive. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to say. Like, if you are trying to get some kind of yeah. tactic, like, <laughs> like, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But no, first of all, what I have in mind is uh, my execution of the technique. So, like, performance, the like washing well, what is the ball and perfect hit. Mostly of the time I go to hit full because the people say, you are just thinking to do an ace. 
No, my first thing is like I want to put the reception so badly that mm. the setter should need to run a lot to pass the ball. And if it, and if the setter will pass the ball, it should be one way. So like this, we have three block already, and uh, yeah, it's better for the defense ready to get the the ball. So that's what I think, and the rest is just the execution. So Eric, watch out. Watch out, he's coming for you. Leon, you make a good point, though, because we only record aces usually on the stat sheet, but a lot of the time, good servers will put teams out of out of position and make them run their offense out of system, which I think we should start figuring out a way to record that because it's it is quite important. Yeah, 100%. Also, I'm a middle blocker, so having a good server behind me is just like golden. Yeah. For those things. That's All right. And that's exactly why I said that the first, the first point is uh, not sw don't swing to, to do A, swing to get better reception. It's easier for everybody. Yeah. All righty. Another question coming from Salvador Hidalgo. Can you dance Cuban salsa, Cuban reggae, or are you repartero? Did I say that correctly? <laughs> <laughs> is this a word? Oh, I don't know no, if he's, he's catfishing me, but... Is this the right correct? No, Idago. Uh, I'm no repartero, but I am a Cuban reggaetonero. So reggaeton for me is uh, like okay, just the moment to show the ladies uh, how my hips are moving. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a perfect. Show, to show the ladies, I love how you say to show the ladies. Can you show yeah, the ladies because... a little bit of your hips right now? Can we see a couple of moves? Uh, no, no, no. I always know because my wife will kill me. You still got it. You still got it. But yes, if we, if we, the people uh, like love Latino music, they understand what I say. So, and if you don't, then just put them YouTube, some dancing in reggaeton, and then everybody should know like what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to. I'll YouTube some reggaeton later. <laughs> okay. Um, 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 okay. If you were on a desert island and you could only bring one teammate with you for whatever reason, who would it be and why? Oh, that's a hard question. Uh, too many friends. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to like just say one and uh, disrespect the other. So. But it could be for uh, some reason. You know, maybe one is really good at hunting and gathering, or another guy might be able to fish or i don't know <laughs> you know like uh, that's that's like the that. point uh, that's the point on that for example like if i need to bring somebody to fish like it would be a russian a russian guy if i need somebody to shoot that from the italian like it's totally different so it's weird to answer that it, so, it okay. would depend what island you're going to uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. that is true all right. Well, we won't offend anyone then. We'll just leave you on that desert island by yourself. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have a couple of questions from fans too that we did from our Instagram story. If, if sure, good time go for ask. it. Go for it. Okay. The Monty Johnson, uh, Wilfredo, wants to know, what is your favorite aspect of living in Italy? I think he's Italian. My favorite? Let's say out of volleyball? Yeah, outside volleyball, outside volleyball. I love the pasta, how they are cooking in here. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah. And uh, um, what else? Like, uh, I will not talk too much about the city because if somebody wants to know Peru, you should come and visit. It's yeah. really appropriate to do. It's a historical city. And the rest is the weather condition here in Italy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it because you have the forest station. So 
when you have the summer, it's a perfect summer. When you have the winter, for me, it's perfect winter. Actually, here in Peru, doesn't snow, and this year was snowing like for a while, and everybody were happy. I can say. Yeah, I feel the same way living in Europe. The weather is so much better here than in Canada. It's, oh yeah, it's nice true. Canada. To deal with this now. Um, one another question. Uh, Biros asks, "What is your max spike touch? Can you can you share that here?" My, your max like spike touch. What's the highest you can you can oh, my highest, touch? Um, let's say that officially I have three seventy two, and officially okay. I made three seventy four. And some person said a little bit more, but it's unofficial. <laughs> that's Off pretty good. That's that, I feel like that's a little higher than mine. Just, when you just ate extra bit. spinach that know. morning. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I try to catch something like four meter, but um, it seems like a lot. We will see. <laughs> yeah. Have you done that? I've seen that challenge going around where people jump up on the antenna and put the cup on top. Have you yeah, seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I you done that. that? No, I didn't have that. But I can say that to jump into the antenna for me is like, okay, no warm up, just jump. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, not even warm <laughs> We got to put it higher for you. Got to raise episode. the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would try to to switch something different. I I don't know. Maybe I would do like Michael Jordan throwing the the cup from between my legs and then put it on the <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. What was it? Yes. I if you do that, it will go Instagram. so viral. I I, I oh, would recommend that. Absolutely. That would be amazing to see. Are you on TikTok? Uh, I don't have it. I don't. Have it. No. Okay. So on Instagram, at least. Uh, yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. We'll get you going viral. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Yes, please. No other person copied that because uh, it was my idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have you to do it now. All little kids trying to do it, like hundreds of kids trying to do, trying to do the Leo. <laughs> and and Wilfredo, do you play any other sports besides volleyball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing in baseball in Cuba. I was loving it also. Uh, actually, I still can hit. The ball, oh. so of course, no, no, with the faster speed as they play in the in US. But if you like throw it to me, I will hit it for sure, and I will hit it really strong. And uh, I yeah, it's some kind of box, but no, not so much. Okay, cool. Key, do you have any more uh, any more of your questions? Um, I have. I mean, I write. I wrote down like twenty questions, but uh, I'm trying to think which one. I'll finish on one. It's a little bit more serious, but I have a friend who asked, she's a, she's a life coach. She said, all right, what's one thing that you believe that other people might think is crazy or weird? I think God. You? You thank God, did you say? Yeah. Because for a few people, it's like, no, we, I don't believe so much or something like that. And I say, yeah, I have my fear on him and I know that I can count on him in the best moment, in the worst moment, and I just expect uh, a lot from him and he's given to me. So I need to say thanks to, to God for all the help right now. It's just, uh, he's blessed. So I I feel like this um, and that, that's all. Love that, love that. It keeps you grounded, it keeps you with perspective and gratitude. That's how, that's how it is, that's how I learned human life for, from many kinds of, of friends. Uh, oh, but why in God did knowing other kind of, and I said, because I chose him and he showed me, and he, he chose me too. And I prayed to him 
I'll listen from him. He's listening to me probably. So all that I ask is coming. And I, I don't want another. All right, guys. So let's dig into our hot topic. Ooh, yes. Hot podcast. topic for the day. And, and you can argue either side of this, but the topic is, is volleyball the most international sport? The most international sport? If, you, if we would saw, let's say, as a commercial, I can say that football is uh, number one. Then in US and also for the world, like NBA. So depending on which area, which country, but I can say that volleyball is also popular. I really want volleyball to be more popular in US. Yes. I mean, as a professional, and, and I hope one day it will be on the top like NBA or I don't know, MLS or the, the baseball size. It would be really nice to, to have something like that over there. That would be amazing. If, if professional volleyball was in the USA, would you go play there? <laughs> hey, I would have no problem to play over there for sure. Actually, I, will first. Be, I will be close to Cuba. I know that there are also many people loving volleyball too. So to have an elite there, that will be pretty amazing. All right, we got to make it happen. Sorry for that. I will be the, the first to make a step to, to be over there. All right. Well, mate, well, we've got we've now got a women's. Yeah, we've got a women's league now. So now we just got to get men's league and we'll have Wilfredo Leon first, first to sign up. Perfect. I already. <laughs> but the AU is actually kind of what inspired me for this debate topic because there isn't really a that much uh, football isn't as popular I would say in North America it's the only sport that kind of Asia is really popular Europe it's popular people play it in Africa too South America North America so it's, it's one of the only sports that you have people playing beach volleyball indoor volleyball all types grass volleyball People have volleyball courts set up in the street. It's one of the only sports. I mean, football is, is like that a lot, but I think volleyball penetrates every corner of the globe so well. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, and what I want to say, like, a volleyball is a total different sport than football in a way that, if I can say, we play more clean than, than, than football because at the end of the day, in football, like, you can hit the other player with the foot mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, sorry. I don't want to do but you did already. In volleyball, <laughs> you have no chance yeah. to do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not because you don't want, it's because of the rule also. So, yeah. and the other day, like, we don't make any, let's say, bad things to show on the TV to, to the person that are watching that. So, it's really, it's really interesting. And also, I love it. It's clean. It's a clean, clean game. And, uh, you need to use also your mind, your imagination to do some kind of points. So it's, it's not only just like, okay, just throw the ball on the other side and the ball come back and that's it. No, no, no. If you are not concentrated a thousand percent, then you are down like this. Yeah. I, it's funny. It's interesting. I've never heard volleyball described as a clean sport, but that makes total sense. One of my favorite things is that there's the net. I growing up, I played a little bit of basketball and I'm so skinny that I just knocked around, you know, I wasn't yeah. sturdy enough to defend myself. And I love that there's the net and there's your team and then there's their team and there's really no interaction, no bumping of each other. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I love volleyball for that. Yeah. 
So one of the most international sports and one of the cleanest as well is I think yes. what we can uh, we can <laughs> learn from 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 that debate. Um, so Wilfredo, thank you so much for joining us on the A Space today. It was a blast having you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I learned quite a few things today that I didn't know before, and hopefully to everyone listening, you've got a, a yeah. bit more insight into the world of of Wilfredo Leon. Yes, so, thank you so much. Thanks to you guys. Hopefully other person also will learn too. I also was learning here that I cannot forget a few stuff, <laughs> a few things, but okay, hopefully we will do uh, another time and uh, it will get better or there will be some news. So Ooh, some ooh. news. Yeah, yeah okay. we never know, depending <laughs> on the questions. And <laughs> well, we and, didn't want to ask anything too, you know, we didn't want to dive into too deep, but I think we got a lot about your personality here. I love learning about the person more than the volleyball player. So I think we got a good balance of that with Dan, your questions about stats and plays yeah. and my questions about <laughs> random. Oh, I have one more question that I always like okay. to ask. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? And why? Me? Elephant. Which? Elephant. Elephant? <laughs> that was really? quick. Yeah. That was a quick yeah. response. And that's funny. Yes, yes, yes. I saw your expression and now I'm like, yes, because everybody's asking to me like, why you don't say a lion or tiger? You look small, more like this. And I said like, uh, from when I was a child, I really love it for at all because it's a huge, like yeah. it's not depending from other animals. And uh -huh. uh, he's doing everything that he wants. So if he want to lay onto the grass, we'll land and the lions can come and we'll not eat it. Yeah. Because they will spread the elephant. And it's very stable on their step because they are so heavy. The other animals dancer will not stay. They will run away. So Ooh. this looks uh, no aggressive but it can be for different their family. Mm -hmm. So all, the, all this stuff like connect me a lot with this animal that I all the time choose the, the elephant. That's so interesting. I love that answer. You just, you demand respect without having to even ask for it. Everyone gets out of your way. Everyone, you know, you get along with anyone until you are pushed and then you will defend your family tooth and nail. I feel, I feel that, I feel those vibes from you, yeah. I all the time say they are slow, but they are concrete on their steps. So that's what I try to do. I, I don't want to get hurried to the places. No, I just want to like, if I come, I come and it will be noise. So that's yeah. my point. And the elephant do the same. Love it. Love Great answer. One. Love that one. So yeah, if you guys want to have any ideas for future debate topics or guests, remember to email the ace space at CEV. EU. And remember the hashtag let volleyball talk if you want to talk about the podcast and the great guests and the great uh, topics we've been having. So once again, thank you guys for joining us today on the podcast and we'll talk to you next time. And next time, if you want one more time to have a Wilfredo Leon here, yes, please comment the dancer and ask. I don't know if I will be available. <laughs> like and subscribe, hit the bell. <laughs> <laughs> swipe up okay, so it was a pleasure to be with all of you guys uh, thanks one more time i hope you love it and i appreciate that you you called me to to make this podcast so happy to to serve to you and waiting for the next time 
Awesome. Perfect. Awesome.